tell you something. <laughs> Don't sleep on James Hahn. <laughs> Blade Runner. Yep. Every TV show that you love, from the A-Team to Airwolf, um, you name it, he was on it, The Fall Guy, everything. Missing in Action, The Golden Child, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Snotty, remember? Oh, the, yeah, who yeah, taught course, Booger yeah. how to belch. Uh, vice versa. Your favorite. Ta- Tango and Cash, and Max, let's not forget, in Wayne's World 2, his father-in-law, Get that he did form. the, yeah. yeah. So he had all these with incredible the, roles. The dub, the dub fight and yes. all. That's one of my favorite it's things. Amazing. <laughs> so, he's also Mr. Ping in Kung Fu Panda. You're right. He's yeah. The, the voice, I didn't even do his voice acting. He's, got, sure he's, he's got one of the most unique voices. He's like Gilbert Godfrey level. I agree with that. Yeah, he could have been just this over-the-top Bond villain, but they made him fun. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever. Hey, Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. So if you love Caddyshack, The Goonies, Aliens, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, The Great Outdoors, Empire Strikes Back, The Great Muppet Caper, Pretty in Pink, Predator, Rocky IV, Roadhouse, Say Anything, Real Genius, Short Circuit, Some Kind of Wonderful, Beverly Hills Cop, Akira, Tango and Cash, The Breakfast Club, and They Live, just to name a few, then sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content and a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Dakashane, darling, Dakashane. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Sonic Loans. Whether looking to tap into your equity and take out some cash or in the market to buy a home, you need a loan officer who knows what they're doing. Sonic Loans is the place to go to find that loan officer, Max. Military trusted business, top 1% certified partner with UWN, the largest wholesale lender in the country. They give clients access to pricing that's close to wholesale and they pride themselves on service. They're an A plus Better Business Bureau rating. Our listeners are home buyers, homeowners, refinancers. This is a family run business. It's Charlie and his I wife. Yeah. I do too. A, a trusted people. Um, they've got experience. Sonic Loans is the place to go. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you. And Sonic Loans, welcome to the Buzz in the Tower family. And MLS number. One nine five five eight five five. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com. Max, today we're talking about big trouble in little China. Woo! Yeah! Giddy up! And people forget that Kim Cattrall's character, Gracie Law, was in fact a lawyer. And Who would have thought with a name I, like Law? Law, yeah, it's not a lot of... That's like uh, our last episode when Brick you were like, Brick Stealing Tin. Oh, it's great. Whether you're fighting Lopan or just trying to save Chinatown, having a great attorney on your side is critical to save the day and win your case. No question. Ian and his team are aggressive, efficient. Bolton Law Group is there to win your case. Contracts, real estate, tax, they do it all. For a consultation, call Bolton Legal Group at 248-595-0001. Tell them Buzz in the Tower sent you and get ready to win your case. I can't imagine anybody I would want with me more in the heart and soul of Lopan's castle. Then a lawyer? Was it a castle? Maybe it was a Kinda. castle. Probably talk more about that in the There's episode. There's neon lights and stuff. Bottom line, Bolton's your guy. Yeah. BoltonLegalGroup.com. Today's episode, Big Trouble in Little China. This is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. In 1986, John Carpenter gifted us cinematic gold that he described as an action-adventure comedy kung fu ghost story monster movie. 
Big Trouble in Little China was his 11th time in the director's chair. Along with Kurt Russell and Kim Cattrall, they created an instant cult classic. Today on Buzz in the Tower, we will dedicate an entire episode to one of our favorite movies from the 80s. Actually, one of our favorite movies from any era. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the green-eyed girl to my curse of no flesh, Max Sanders. And with that, everybody relax. I'm here. Feel pretty good. Not scared at all. I just kind of feel feel kind of invincible. Me too. I've got a very positive attitude about this. Good, me too. <laughs> My ah! favorite scene. You nailed it. Yeah. Oh, first time. Man. First take Sanders, what I, they call me. First take Sanders. <laughs> I could quote this movie all the lived long day. It's all in the reflexes. Call the president. You know what Jeff Wirtin always says. <laughs> <laughs> the check is in the mail. This movie's fantastic. It's by itself. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Right? Absolutely. Is it even in a, like, what's next to it? What's its cousin? Nothing? I got nothing. Howard the Duck. <laughs> Howard the Duck is he his. He does know duck food. Howard, Howard the Duck is his inbred third cousin. <laughs> that is, there's mysticism. There's kung fu. Max, welcome to the show. Hi. Before we go a step further, I have to just say. A flip further? <laughs> a flip further? I have to just say. <laughs> Can't say flip. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Do it at, now. At, 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 at Buzz in the Tower. Check out our podcast. Subscribe to our podcast. Check out our podcast. They're on our podcast yes. listening. <laughs> Max, I'm not good at this. I'm all focused on Back to the Future. What? Yeah. My head's in Back to the Future. I just watched it like an hour and a half ago. Really? Yeah. Don't know in, why. In preparation for Big, for Trouble, Big Trouble in Little China. China. Why not? I guess. Sure. I'm sure you watched Big Trouble in Little China 15 times this last Four week. Four times and I listened to it twice. Oh, Jesus. All right. It's so good. It is really good. We're going to talk a lot about it today. But again, just a reminder, leave reviews, five stars. And as usual, we've got a bunch of Patreons that joined our Patreon at, page, can I say Patreon one more time? Patreon.com slash Buzz in the Tower. You can enter as Goose at $3 a month. You can be Iceman at $5 a month or Maverick at $10 a month. Or for $1,000 a month, I can tattoo your name on my back. Weird, but true. It is. I'm not denying that you would do that. Please check it out. And Max, I think we, as I always say, have, as I always say, this is the second time, we've got some co-pilots that are waiting for clearance to Buzz the Tower. Should we give them that clearance? Let's let them in. Let's do it. Sorry, Goose, but it's time to Buzz the Tower. Max, every time I hear that, I get goosebumps. Yeah. Oh, Goose- goosebumps. Oh, God. oh, goosebumps. That's in poor taste. The bumping of the head and dying. This is weird. Have I never thought of that before? All right, I'm yeah, done. I'm I done. I'm like sorry. This. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, Pete. Max, we've got more patrons. They're called pa- they're called co-pilots. I just got to live with their- Max's co- minions. Max's minions. We're going to make a new section for that. Well, but we're not. Uh, so Someone made a- Debating aside, let's, uh, let's welcome these people to the party so we can get back to big trouble in Little China. So let's start with our geese. Our flock, our flock of seagulls. I ate goose yesterday. You at, did at a big game dinner. Oh man, that's weird. I had alpaca meatloaf. Well, I know I don't care. So let's move on to this list. We've got goose sausage. Fritz, Ryan Cusno, Eric Smith, Tony Calderone, Nicholas Wilford, Jordan Kirkbride, Jordan Kirkbride, Ryan Needle, Benjamin Keller, Will Anderson, Aladia S, Jeff Spate. Welcome to the co-pilot goose level. We got one Iceman, Bailey Burrow. Woo, my favorite. He's dangerous. Yes, he is. <laughs> And two Mavericks. One is an upgrade. Richard Cambriello upgraded to Maverick. We like to see upgrades. Yeah. A little shout out right there. <laughs> and then uh, Mish Bingham. Welcome to the party. Nothing to add to that. Woo. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you like to cut it. No, end. you're good. You're good. We're good. You're good. We're good. We, uh, again, cannot thank you guys enough for behind the scenes content, polls, trivia, handheld walks to the park, whatever you guys need. Join our movie Patreon. Commentary. Can we do movie commentary? We can do whatever you want. It's we our can. Rules. I've been asking for like a month. I'll talk about it after the show. Patreon.com slash Buzz in the Tower. Join our co-pilots and uh, thank you again for your support. Hey, Tony. Thanks. Uh, Saunders. Thanks. Matt Mardigan. What? Thanks. Todd. Thanks. Ren, thank you for, uh, well, thank you.
Oh man, that Patreon. She grows larger <laughs> every week. Was she like the alien mother? Yes. She doesn't get bigger though. No. She's a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say yes to everything you say today. <laughs> Just large things. You know, I think this was in part motivated by our episode last week with Brian Volkweiss. By the way, great episode. And his show, The Movies That Made Us, takes an individual look at certain movies and dives really deep into them. We don't do that often. Nope. And I really feel good about the fact that we don't do that often. We save for special ones. Bingo. We reserve it for the movies that we love. And that that made us. us. Oh, Oh, this guy. That's that's all impromptu. The people don't even know how special (laughs) that moment was. We do that like once an episode. We sit down and we try to figure out what we're going to do for our topics. It's a grueling process. I give you an enormous amount of credit because you're, you're def- the worst. You're the, you're the idea guy and I'm the poop on your idea guy. Yep. So you'll, you'll call it Mo, Mo. I'm so excited. And I'm like, why does he have to be so excited? I'm just going <laughs> to crap all over this idea. You go, yeah, yeah, that could work. I'm like, oh, that, that no, one's in the trash. not a good idea. Yeah. But when we do the single episodes, when we do the single movie episodes, Predator, our that, was our, that was our first one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Predator, Ghostbusters, Beverly Hills Cop, um, gosh, National Lampoon, Christmas Vacation. So good. That, so we, the most popular episode. Well, we've really reserved this for special movies and Big Trouble in Little China fits the bill. Yeah. I, I love this movie. How could you not? So it's interesting. We say we throw around a lot how we like love movies, but as we've gotten now a year into the show, even I am peeling back objectively a little bit. And I know there are certain movies I really like because they're silly. Snobbier? Not snobbier, but I have to draw a certain <laughs> distinction here. This movie is really special to me because I think you said this. I, I remember when we talk so often. I don't even remember when you said this. There's nothing else like this. Nope. It's so unique. That it's was 15 so seconds different. Ago yeah. Was that. it? <laughs> I'm having a stroke. I'm the sorry. The cousin, the Howard the Duck thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That, that was, was you. That was you. I thought I had the conversation <laughs> with someone else. Oh man. Back Slowly to, losing his mind. Back to the future. And I'm reaping all the benefits. Where we're going, we don't need <laughs> Jack Burton. We do. Uh, we they, do. They really need him in this movie. Also, I love Kurt Russell. I have like yeah. a, a hard, hard love affair going on with him. I mean, he's he's I, man pretty. He's great. Yeah. He's just great. He I is. think he's great in every movie I've ever seen him in. I love John Carpenter. I love learning about him, what he puts into movies, the creative control he has over movies. And then he dealt with a lot of hardships when yeah. it comes to like, I mean, this movie bombed. It bombed. It made half of its budget. I know. It bombed. You're $11 right. million. Dollars. Say it. No, 11. That, that no, the budget the, was 30, wasn't it? The or budget was, it 20? was $25 million. It made 11 It made 11 I got really mad. I listened to this other podcast. Like, the budget was $20 million. I was like, no, you credence. <laughs> 25 get it right <laughs> ever since our last episode are you tightening up your facts now that you realize that you're like a padawan and you want to be like a fact jedi no i've always been analytical loose yeah he, i mean loose. brian's in another category yeah we've got a lot to talk about today because this could be one of those episodes where i gotta i gotta hit the stop Hose me down yeah this is gonna get intense <laughs> fast let's start where we always start i'll give you a brief recap of the movie and okay. i'll give you the list of the characters in the how movie. can you brief recap this movie not easily but we'll just start with the movie and we'll slide into some crazy facts about the movie and and then we're, we're going to walk through this movie. I mean, it's there's a lot of complication to it. Did you there's know rival gangs. There's also Kurt Russell also played the monster. Are you being serious? No, I just made that one. Okay, up. that would have been good though. Well, that would. I, you saw my face. I was like, <laughs> how'd you find that? That's incredible. Yeah, Sean <laughs> <laughs> Claude Van Damme. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Max. <laughs> That was good. 1986, John Carpenter, who at the time had done 11 films, uh, Halloween, Escape from New York, The Thing, Christine, and Starman are the oh ones God. that you, I know. Those are the ones. He did ones before that. He did Elvis with, yep. with, with Kurt Russell. Yes, he did. But in the 80s, these are the ones that would, with the exception of Halloween, these yeah. are the ones that would ring a bell. And what Carpenter immediately brings to this movie is he's one of these guys that did not have this silver plate of experience handed to him. So he had to get dirty. He had yeah. his hands into this thing. And these movies he made before, he was crushing it. I mean, he was John Car- uh, You You once made the argument. Who do you take? Carpenter or Bay? Wasn't it Michael no, Bay? It was Cameron. Cameron. I'm Michael sorry. Michael Bay. Bay. <laughs> How did Michael Bay come into the conversation? <laughs> his first movie was 92. I might have to, I might have to go. I think originally I was, uh, I was your camera guy. I was. I think You're I might be. Time. I might be going to Carpenter. This episode Good. might pull me to Carpenter. He's the cult hero. So this was written by Gary Goldman, who also ended up doing Say Total it. Recall yeah. and and Navy Seals. Yep. And next, a yes. terrible Nick Cage movie. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, he wrote it with uh, David Weinstein um, as a cowboy Chinatown flick, which was supposed to take place in 1899. It was. That yeah. would have been interesting. It would have. There's some carryovers into the boots that uh, Jack Burton's wearing, and that's about it. Those are stylish 80s and boots, the six huh? shooters. But yeah. we're, we're jumping around. We we have to. I want you to look at me. You and I have to have laser, laser-like focus You said today. boots and you said six shooter. I know. I'm sorry. You're right. 
So they brought in uh, W.D. Richer, the producer-director of Buckaroo Banzai, who rewrote it. Carpenter hated the rewrite. He hated everything about the script, but he saw something there, thank God. Yeah. And uh, they got our movie. Starring Kurt Russell as Jack Burton. At this time in his career, uh, Kurt Russell done Escape from New York. He was the voice in The Fox and the Hound, which I know you don't care about, but I love that movie. The Thing, The Best of Times, which was right at the same time or rough to, roughly the same time as this. And then obviously, you know, Big Trouble in Little China. Immediately after this, he did Overboard, which yeah. is one of your mice all-time favorite well, movies. Well, this brought him back from the brink because yeah. do you realize from 82 after The Thing, he made these movies. Let me know if you know any of them. I don't. Besides which the is best. why I didn't list them. Well, you, you know The Best of Times. I can't believe you didn't mention that. I, I said The Best of Times. Oh, you did? Oh, you just had a little moment too, Sorry, buddy. Okay. I said it. Silkwood, Swing Shift, The Mean Season. Really, no, yeah, no, really no, bad nothing. names too. Yes, I agree. And, I, none and of those. when Carpenter approached him, he's like, I don't want to do this because are you sure you want me to do yeah, this? Because yeah. I bomb so much. Yeah. And he goes, I just want to make this movie. With you, man. He likes working with yeah. him. I know. I love that. That's yeah. beautiful. They've done five movies together. Can you name them all? Oh God. Do five it. movies. Yep. Uh, the thing, yep. big trouble in little China, yep. Elvis, Elvis. Yeah. I was thinking the seventies. That's three. I don't know if I know the other two. The two are combined. Like they're uh, one after the other. And, and they're like in the same genre. Escape from New York. Escape from LA. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I knew it's just, you put me on the spot. I know. I know. I know. But I like putting you on the spot. Thanks for humiliating me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, Kim Cattrall as Gracie Shame. Law. The studio did not want her. They wanted a rock star, like a female rock star, like Ellen Madonna Barkin. or someone like that. Yeah. yeah. So they also didn't want her because up to this point, she'd only done Porky's and Police Academy, which yeah. if I was casting, I would have been like, sign her up. Yeah. These are two great flicks <laughs> that she was in. Is she the most 80s actress of all time? So it's interesting, right? Because I think her work on Sex in the City yeah. grossly overshadowed the memory of the fact that she was in these movies. Plus, right after this movie, she did Mannequin, which I know is oh, close to your yes. heart. It's just like she, She's she hits the, Elizabeth Shue is the most 80s actress of the so? 80s. Yeah. That's, She's great. She's yeah. great. But you can't think 80s actress without Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, I Adventures in Babysitting is so good. Adventures in Babysitting, Back to the Future, and cocktail. The Karate Kid. Come on, dude. And Cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Kim Cattrall hits the more ridiculous boxes. Oh, she's absolutely. She's, but that's what she's great. Were, this the is great. She was great. In this. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, Sorry. she was great. No, you're good. Don't worry about it. I love Gracie Law, too. I, I do. <laughs> uh, Dennis Dunn as Wang Chi. I thought one of the interesting points I was reading about this movie is that Kurt Russell is not really the lead character. He's a sidekick. He's the sidekick to, he's to Wang Chi. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what else he's been in? You're the Dragon, Prince of Darkness. Biggest movie. Forget those. The bigger movie. Have you seen The Last Emperor? No. You need to see The Last Emperor. That's a that's a monster of a movie. Dennis Dunn was in that? It's weird. His IMDb doesn't even have a picture. Like, I know. He kind of just faded, That's I guess. okay. Yeah. Why, why do anything else he's in this? He's so good at I this. thought he was fantastic in this. Well, yeah. And I love that he's the hero. Yeah. He, do you know who the first it. choice was? Uh, yes, Jackie Chan. Yeah. yeah which would have been great. That actually would have been great. I think it would have been great. Uh, we've got James Hong so as good. David Lopan. So you just made the argument a couple seconds ago. You're trying to make the point that Kim Cattrall is the actress of the 80s. Yep. I got to tell you something. <laughs> Don't sleep on James Hong. <laughs> Blade Runner. Yep. Every TV show that you love, from the A-Team to Air Wolf. See, yep. I said it right. There you Wolf, go. Yeah, I said yeah. it right. Um, you name it. He was on it. The Fall Guy, everything. Missing in Action. The Golden Child. Revenge of the Nerds 2. Snotty. Remember? Oh, the, yeah, who yeah, taught Booger yeah. how to belch. Uh, vice versa. Your favorite. Ta Tango and Cash. And Max, let's not forget, in Wayne's World 2, his father-in-law. Yeah, that he did the Yeah. yeah. So he had all these with incredible the, roles. With the dub, the dub fight. And yes. all. That's one of my favorite it's things. Amazing. <laughs> so, he's also Mr. Ping in Kung Fu Panda. You're right. He's yeah. The voice. I didn't even do his voice acting. He's which got, I'm sure he's he's got one of the most unique voices. He's like Gilbert Godfrey level. Yeah. I agree with that he can go serious he can go weird or he can do silly wayne's yeah. world well lopan lopan is silly and weird yeah he could have been just this over the top bond villain but they made him fun yeah he and tango and cash he was the bond villain yeah. for sure but no i agree it was it was perfect for in it. this movie when he says that really pisses me off yeah. i'm like you're 2000 years old yeah, man yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> but he's got the lingo down he does victor wong is egg shen this is another one right after big trouble in little china he goes to the golden child and then he was also in the last emperor uh, so they were both in that, which is interesting. Donald Lee is Eddie Lee. The only reason I'm even spending a second on him is, do you know what other movie he was in? No. One Crazy Summer. He was the banker that gets, the memory oh, gets yeah. strangled and he's got yeah. the brace on it and yeah. the whole Godzilla scene. So that was the banker. Not in a ton other he's than fun. that. He is very fun. I like that him and Margot get together. Yes. It's very sweet. Although it's implied they get together. You don't actually It's know. also implied that they make the title together. Yes. Big Trouble in Little China. That's going to be the newspaper article. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. The Three Storms, Max. We've got Peter Kwong as as rain and i'm not sure if you know who that is but that is tommy chong from the golden child 
Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Which is weird because The Golden Child and this movie had a little bit of kind of competitive nature to each other. Five months apart. Right. Well, because the studio made sure that they were getting this thing out earlier than The Golden Child because they knew they'd get crushed if they went up against Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Well, also Chinese mysticism. It's like it's not a big topic usually. And suddenly out of nowhere, two blockbuster movies come out at the same time. Exactly. Um, James Carpenter was pissed. He was super pissed. James Pax as Lightning and Carter Wong as Thunder. And I know you've been itching to talk about this, Max. What 90s video game do we need to talk about? right now super mario 2 yes <laughs> mortal combat so the three storms are the inspiration for raiden like lightning god basically like, and then lopan one of there's uh some other characters yeah, inspire the evil sorcerer shang Su. see i knew there was something in there. yeah and then i don't know that i would have mentioned him otherwise but gerald akamura who is this guy the six shooter he actually was it instagram did he tweet about us did he yeah. post about us we had a contest and luke who is our uh buzz in the tower fan spotlight today is like boys with him right yeah well, he's the biggest big trouble in little china fan ever 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 so that's fantastic i got a couple other characters, Max, and then uh, we'll move forward. The Wing Kong, the bad guys, the the bad gang. There was one that was played by a guy named Al Leong. I think it's Al Long or Leong. They're the best 80s action ever. Yeah. yeah. So I'm so happy you know this. Endo from Lethal Weapon 2. But here's where you probably don't. So Endo, if you don't remember from Lethal Weapon 2. is the electric shock. Ah! Yeah. Ah! Is that Riggs is like yeah. dipped in the water and they're trying to kill him. Let me tell you what else he was in. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go out of order so I can give you the one that I'm not sure you'll know. Uli and Die Hard. Yeah. The candy bar. Yep. So you know that. Is it Uli? Did I say it right? Sure. He sounds like a Polish busboy, but yeah. Genghis Khan in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Really good. Really good. Uncredited revolutionist in They Live. Yep. Now here's the fun ones. I went out of order and I just watched this movie like a week ago and totally remember it. The photographer and she's having a baby. Yep. When they're doing the photo shoot. Why would you cast him for that? I don't know. It was amazing. (laughs) And then Delaplane's chauffeur in Action Jackson. Yep. These are the best roles ever. He's got an ultimate 80s card for him. Yeah. He's the guy with the meat cleaver who I like he got like kicked and knocked unconscious. I don't even know if he like died. Yeah. His arm like went the wrong way. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. It's possible. It's totally possible. One more character I have for you. There's a Chang Sing fighter, the good guys that you see him throughout the entire movie. And there's a point when they come in at the end and Burton says, any of them savvy English. And the, you hear the guy say, Hey man, who is this guy? Remember? Uh, this is like when they're meeting up about to go after Lopan. Yep. So that guy, his act, his name is James Liu. I know you don't know this. I'm so excited. I know for yeah. a fact, you don't know this. Do you know the character that I'm talking about? He's the one that spoke English and was like making fun of the fact that Burton thought that none of them could speak English. Yeah. And he's throughout the movie. You see him. Do you know what else he was in max? Enter the dragon. No, his name is James Liu. I think I told you that he played Sei Jin Kwan who fought Alex Grady in best of the best at the end. Remember when he took the medal and put it over Alex yeah. Grady and was like, I know everything there is to know about you. Yeah. That's him. That's cool. Same guy. With my friend. Patch? Nope. Eye patches who fought the guy with the ice cream cone flashback. Okay, yeah, yeah. Alex Grady was the American. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't ever make a mistake about best of the best again. Sorry. I got excited. The eye patch scene tears me up. Different thing. Different thing. Uh, Max, that covers all of the characters I wanted to cover. Is there someone I'm missing that you want to no, you talk went about way farther than I thought. Oh, I wanted to impress you. I felt like I let you down on uh, on a couple episodes. <laughs> so I was trying to bring my A game. So truck driver Jack Burton arrives in Chinatown, San Francisco, and goes to the airport with his Chinese friend Wang Chi to welcome his green-eyed fiance Mao Yin, who is arriving from China. However, she's kidnapped on the arrival by a Chinese street gang, and Jack and Wang chase the group. Soon they learn that the powerful evil sorcerer called David Lopan. Can we just talk for a minute about how hilarious it is that Lopan's first name is David? It is weird. It, it's yeah. it's brilliant. It's <laughs> why I love this movie so much. David Lopan, who has been cursed more than 2,000 years ago to exist without physical body, needs to marry a woman with green eyes to retrieve his physical body, and Mao Ling is the chosen one. Jack and Wang team up with lawyer Gracie Law. <laughs> lawyer Gracie Law, I love that. The bus driver and sorcerer Egg Shen and their friends and embark in a great adventure into the underground of Chinatown where they face a world of magicians and magic, monsters and martial arts fighters. How's that for a recap? Who thought of this? I love it. This <laughs> Everything about this is wonderful. There's so much. I have spent a lot of time talking, and here's why I chose to do that, Max, because I'm about to turn it over to you to start off your favorite part of when we do single episodes, which is Facty McFactor. Ooh, yeah. So I love that this is Carpenter's last studio film of the 80s, because it, it's wild to think about in 1986 that there's still four years left. Prince of Darkness and They Live, he did independently, because after this, he was like, screw it, I'm not doing big uh, studio films He anymore. didn't want to be interfered with. He didn't want anybody exactly. giving their opinion. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. You would yeah. think you would just back up and let Carpenter do his thing. I, I, I agree. Yeah. But you know, we see that all the time. The the studios, even with like outside of like Spielberg, they interfere with everyone. Pretty much. Yeah. We'd be we'd be interfering. Producers. We would be interfering. We'd, we'd have notes. I interfere with you all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eggshen's bus is a 1936 white touring car, which is now in Yellowstone National Park, which we have to go to and see. 100. It's named Hollywood and gives tours of Old Faithful. That's amazing. that's so fun. That's really cool. We could like dress like Jack Burton. <laughs> Do you say, by the way, Zach Braff went to a Halloween party dressed, dressed as Jack Burton? Burton? Oh, that's incredible. And he ran into Kurt Russell. No so way. I picture. did not know that. Look that's on the, incredible. Wait, take a minute. Look online. You got to see it. Oh, that's amazing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm so happy you made me. I literally <laughs> you just. You were annoyed for a minute. I Googled Zach Braff as, and immediately it popped <laughs> up Jack Burton. That's really, really good. It's fantastic. Do you know what Kurt turned down for this movie? I do not. Highlander. Connor oh. McCloud. He would have been really good. Really good. He would have been really, really good. But the kind of ridiculousness of Connor. Not and, not speaking any English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. And not really understanding what was going on made it better, I, I think. Agree. I, I th- agree. I think it's the right movie. It would have been a different movie. Yeah. Uh, the fight coordinator, James Liu, used trampolines, wires, reverse movements, and upside-down sets. All kind of uh, stuff, trade secrets from like the 70s. So this feels campy, but fun. They're just like, screw it. Let's go over the top. Let's see, let's see Wang Chi flip like a million times. You know, I love that stuff. Like the action in this movie, is this the most fun action movie of the 80s that there's just non-stop action can you even name all the action scenes i no, but i think that's how many there are i know so egg chen's office was fire station 23 same building as the interior of ghostbusters oh that's very cool yeah right you weren't expecting that were no you? no i do have i have a hand i'm, I'm gonna hop in here yeah, I have a couple in between uh in between notes for you so this is one of those movies along with the Karate Kid and Nightmare on Elm Street and lots of other movies that we love that have all but forgotten video game adaptations. So have you ever seen the Big Trouble in Little China video game? I gotta imagine it's amazing. It was made for the Amstrad CPC, the Commodore 64, Ooh, and the Commodore ZX. 64. Yeah. So there's something for us to think about in the future that we might want to grab onto. Also, these interpersonal relationships, um, especially the one that Carpenter had with his cinematographer that he had done his original work with that he no longer did yeah. work with. Do you know this story? No. Oh, this is a very cool story. So, Dan Aykroyd, right? I like it. Dan Aykroyd is the reason these two got back together. So apparently what had happened, they worked together on Halloween, The Fog, Escape from New York, and The Thing. But then he was absent from Christine and Starman. And this guy, Cundy, diplomatically said that he had conflicting schedules, but it was Mm. because they had had a falling out. So Dan Aykroyd wants to put together a little movie called Armed and Dangerous. Goes after Carpenter to shoot Shut Armed and Dangerous. Not even kidding you. This is what this is originally going to be. Amazing. Well, this is what this is originally going to be. Is wild. So they reconnected when Carpenter was attached to direct the action comedy Armed and Dangerous, which was supposed to star Dan Aykroyd, and as a result, reconnected with them. Yeah. Armed and Dangerous ends up being made by Mark Lester, who was the director of Commando. Yeah, and, 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 and John Candy takes the lead. And because of that, though, they connected. So we have we literally have Dan Aykroyd to thank for those two getting reconnected, which I think is a huge part of why the cinematography is so good on this. Movie. Cool. Thanks, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, there you go. Uh, Carpenter said he originally wanted Clint Eastwood or Jack Nicholson for the role of Would've Jack worked. Burton. Would have worked. worked. Would have yeah. been incredible. I found other influences of this movie to be fascinating. Well, that Kurt Russell did the John Wayne impression, basically? No, no, no. You're thinking going in the rear view mirror. I'm thinking forward. So I love Thor... Ragnarok. Yep. Like, have you seen it before? Oh, yeah, of course. It's probably it's one of my favorite. Top five Marvel. Yeah. So the director, and I'm going to- Tiki Waki. Look at you. Yeah. Is it YTT? I think it's Y-T-T. Kiki Y-T-T. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had to like phonetically spell it out. So he loved Big Trouble in Little China. And it shows and his stuff. And he modeled it. So his whole thing, and he talked about the character like Jack Burton. Jack Burton is always a step behind everybody else. Yeah. He's always asking questions. He's like out of place, doesn't know what's going on. Well, it's fun for the audience because it's an avatar. And Thor's entire character in that movie was the same thing like where are we what are we doing yeah. he's getting zapped by the girl so he based the whole thing off it which i just thought was that's incredible. awesome i thought it was great yeah jack burton's t-shirt can be seen hanging on the wall above jungle julia's table in the texas chili parlor death proof so tarantino's also a big lover of well, uh, big trouble in little china well he has kurt russell do his john wayne impression in that movie in the too. movie yeah, yeah absolutely have you seen death proof i have i do like it a lot it's so good it's really good it's really good uh how about that lap dance <laughs> <laughs> well, you're okay in my book. Kurt Russell rules. It does. It, he does. It, it does. does. It he's, does. He's, he's an he, entity. It, whatever. He is a planet in one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Up until a year ago, when we started doing. Oh, you getting serious on me? What's going on? No, it wasn't bad. It was not serious. I just wanted. I just wanted to share this. I thought it was funny. I know you got like the PSA announcement for us. Up until a year ago, when we started doing this podcast, I always thought the Big Trouble in Little China started 
with Kurt Russell in his truck. Nope. Right. So then when you sit back and actually either rent the movie or watch the movie, there's that stupid scene that takes place at the beginning where Egg Shen is talking to his attorney, which doesn't feel at all like a part of the movie because one of the things that Carpenter does throughout the entire movie that you like is he builds up with like no magic nothing that requires you to suspend reality and then little pieces here and little pieces there whereas at the beginning this feels like a teaser for the fact that there's going to be magic and then to learn that this was the studio when this was screened it was overwhelmingly positive but the studio said we want to make sure that people know that Kurt Russell is like not a bad guy and that he is a hero so add this stupid scene at the beginning it's the predator alien scene in the beginning oh with the ship with the ship you're right that's a great call that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's the 80s, man. They were flying at the seat of their pants. They didn't know what they were going on. I'm sure you'll get into this, but Carpenter and his USC film school friends, Tommy Lee Wallace and Nick Castle, performed the film's title song and did all the music. Yeah. that's And it's this weird synthy, synth video game, you can see where Chinese they, influence. Where they live, you can kind of get like the influence of the bass and yeah, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's great. Uh, and it's so he scores his own movies. He's, he's unbelievable. He's dude. so cool. He's so talented. You know the body count? I don't know the body count. 46. That's a good body count. Yeah. It's no commando. No. But <laughs> feels low. It does. Yeah, but this isn't like a, a, a like a, a high end action like you know Schwarzenegger kill everyone. No, film. but they got guns and swords. I love that they have guns and then they throw them away and now now we're gonna fight. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. We will talk yeah. about that later. We've said a lot of, we'll talk about that later. So uh, do you have a scene for scene right now? Yeah, I was going to say, do you have any other facts you want to throw in? There? I'm facted out. <sighs> all right. So am I. So I think we're ready to go scene by scene. Let's take it. Is now a good time to pause and get all of our ads out of the way? This seems like a good palate cleanser time. Yeah, it does. So why don't we hop right into our ads? Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Dolby Real Estate. Max, if Gracie Law and Jack Burton end up getting married, <laughs> but they trade in the truck and they end up having to buy a nice little house, white picket fence, we're sending them to Dolby Real Estate. They are the best of the best of the best. It's true. Go to wearedolby.com to connect with an agent. Uh, they have 114 people on staff. In 2021, they did over $400 million in sales, and that's not including Jack Burton and Gracie Law. Southeast Michigan, Birmingham, Rochester, Dearborn, Ann Arbor, any of the Antarctica. major markets, Antarctica, Florida, Florida, <laughs> uh, not Florida, but you, you get the point. Yeah. This is the group you want to work with. Simon and his team, they bring you the best possible results when you're looking to buy a home or selling a home. I got to tell you, a lot of people and they're looking to buy a home, they forget that sales agent to support you during that process, to make sure that you're not paying overpriced, to make sure that you're getting a good deal, helping you with your inspection, making sure that you're not making a bad decision. Uh, it's, you know, front door to back door service from them. And please tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you and they will get you into or out of the home that you need as soon as you need it. It's all in the reflexes. Those were some uh, delicious ads. You hate when I say delicious. I like it. Those are some delicious ads. I thought I was the only one that said that, and then I think you stole it from me. I could have. Yeah. I steal a lot from you. You do. Uh, I'm ready to jump into this movie with both feet. Well, you and I are going to be all over the map. I feel like we should take a sedative before we go into this. No. <laughs> Let's take an upper. As we just mentioned, the movie starts with Egg Shen talking with his attorney. I'm not a huge fan of the beginning of this the movie. The lightning in his The lightning is, is cool. Dope. The lightning is cool. And he's like, you lay off Jack Burton. He's yeah. a hero. Yeah. So this movie starts basically with Egg Shen is being interviewed about events that you don't know about yet, but essentially, it, yeah, it sounds like the entire area of San Francisco <laughs> known as Chinatown has gone nuclear and there's a lot of things he has to answer for. And his attorney basically says, look, if I'm going to represent you, I need to know the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I mean, this is like a Bolton legal group scenario that we got going on here. <laughs> and Egg Shen is like, yeah, that's all real. And his attorney's like, how can I believe that? And he puts his hands up and does a little electric. It's so cool. Fun. Cut to the best opening ever, which is Jack Burton <laughs> is in his, he's a truck driver. Yep. He's in his rig, which is called the Pork Chop Express. Best name ever. I think that made it on a couple of our episodes for like vehicles or something. I think I, 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 I may off. have. On our day off. Mo Shapiro's, Shapiro's day off. off. Ferris, excuse me? Yeah. Mo Shapiro's <laughs> day off. And it yes. Was, it was your secondary item. Well, no, no. No, it was my truck. I won, that's I, I, yeah, but I won with Rain Man, yeah, the convertible. That's right. I still say Pork Chop Express, <laughs> but whatever. It's too hard to drive. It is too hard to drive. He's eating a submarine sandwich. Well, like it's no, going that, out of style. That's not even the best. That's not even the best part. The best part is, is that he's driving at night in the rain with sunglasses on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about it until yeah. you watch it four times in a row like you and I have. But we cut to Jack Burton. The opening line, I think I said it in the open of this. Uh, this is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever is listening out there, <laughs> and you immediately get a feel for who this guy is. Yeah. And he's just eating his sandwich. Like I told my last wife, I say only drive faster than I can see. Besides, I, it's all in the reflexes. I says, honey, oh. I never drive faster than I can see. Besides, it's all in the reflexes. Come on. Okay. Come on. Sorry. Do better. Be better. Have you paid your dues, Jack? 
Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. The check is in the mail. Do you mail. think the other drivers like him? Oh, love him. You think so? That's a whole culture. Yeah. I mean, this is before the internet, before everything else. You're out there driving hours upon hours on end, and like yeah. that's a whole community. Breaker, breaker. I love 10 it. Four, good buddy. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, so as he's driving, he makes his way to the loading dock, and you know this is San Francisco, so they're surrounded by water. Yep. This is a pretty realistic scenario, and he knows all the people down there, and he sits down, gets into a card game, does a little gambling, and we are introduced to what will turn out to be his best friend. The one thing I do like about this movie is it really doesn't force feed you all the elements of the story. No, it doesn't hold your hand. All of these people know each other. This is a a close-knit community. Even when you meet Gracie Law, when you meet Margot, all these people know of each other. I kind of like that that's the way it exists. It's so interesting. One of my friends saw this for the first time, and he asked me right afterwards, he goes, is this a sequel? Because it seems like everyone's already knitted into each other. And I like that. Yeah. I like that. I, I think sometimes we get spoiled and we're too lazy. So when I watch origin movie, story, when, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. when I watch movies with my kids and they're always asking questions, I'm like, guys, just watch the movie. You <laughs> yeah. can figure it. Figuring out the story is fun. part of the fun yeah. of the movie. So they're playing cards all night. And what are they playing? I don't know. Cause there's dominoes involved. Yeah. There's a lot going on. I like on. that. You don't know. You know what I mean? It's just like crazy gambling. Right. Right. This is where we're introduced to Wang Chi and it's all laughs and smiles, right? And he's got an Indiana Jones hat on for no reason. Is he wearing a scarf? maybe yes yeah he is okay and they're all they're all just hanging out and everything's fine and then how many times have you been in the situation where the party is shut down and it's just you and one other guy at the party i've been there i've been there too and nothing good ever happens right no. the sun is up and uh jack has taken all this guy's money eleven hundred and forty eight dollars i'm so happy you knew that it's a lot of money he throws out the old nothing or double jack nothing or double. i also love that he says nothing or double instead too. of double yeah. why don't we say that more often nothing when i did the steak bet i should have yeah. if i was smart enough i would have put that easter egg that out there really good i would have been like nothing or double max nothing or double all he has to do is take his meat cleaver and cut a bottle in half now this is significant to me for a couple of reasons going back to the thor uh ragnarok this is the last time that Jack Burton is the one who knows what's going on. Yeah. So he's in control at this point. He's yep. like, all right, I'll take the bet after Wang Chi fights with them a bunch. So Wang makes the bet. Yep. Jack takes it. And he, has, he uses the other bottle though. And that's the last time where he's a little bit of step ahead. Well, he catches the bottle. I love that. Yeah. So Wang goes to cut the bottle. The bottle flies up. It's all in the reflexes. You get another, it's all in the reflexes. That? That- Reverse order. Oh, it like has to be reverse order. It yeah. has to have been. Yeah. On a string pulled down from his hand, I would guess. It looks awesome. It looks great. It's funny because you see this kind of like character and Wang go from like very serious, we're going to have this bet to like, oh, Jack, I'm just a poor Chinese boy. I don't have any <laughs> yeah. money. You own a restaurant. I know, right? Which is the best name ever. The White Dragon? No, that's the White Dragon. Oh, that's the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies of the Night. Yeah, right? that's, yeah, it's called the Dragon of the Black Pool. Well, all these Cantonese awesome. food. Yeah. It's delicious. And that Letterman's <laughs> jacket. I mean, how have we never added that to our list? Oh, yeah. If I get the. Beverly Hills Cop Detroit Lions jacket and then the Dragon of the Black Pool jacket. I'll be all set to go. I want the neon Buddha at the end that's in the really temple. Cool too. Yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> now we're in the situation where Wang is explaining, look, like my fiance is I haven't seen her in five years. He really didn't prep out very well for that. <laughs> this, that's why you love his character. I'm all night this is to- again, is this not you and I? Is yep. this not like the biggest day of our lives is tomorrow? And we're like, hey, let's go down to the dock, play some games. Chop some bottles, whatever. So Jack, being the I don't trust anyone smart dude that he is, is like, come with me. I'm going to drive you to the airport. So they head to the airport. Even at this moment, it's so funny to me. Like, think about your trips to the airport. Would you ever take a Mac truck to the airport? No, where are you going to park? I know, right? (laughs) Silly things like that. I just love. So they get to the airport and... Jack lays his eyes on Gracie Law. Yeah, he does. And he, Miller time. It's, it's so, so he he's gonna go walk over to her, and Wang is like, "No, no, no, she's nothing but trouble." Everybody knows each other. You're in a busy airport, and Wang's like, "Oh no, that's Gracie Law." <laughs> like, how does he know Gracie is some attorney? Whatever. So while all this is going on, this is where the story really unfolds. What you learn is Gracie Law is at the airport because there's some immigrant who's getting off the plane yep. who's most likely going to be sold into the sex trade. Yep. And she's trying to help that girl. Wang is there to get his girl with green eyes with green eyes creamy jade absolutely and there's a little bit of a snafu and a mix-up so jack walks up to gracie and he's like so let me ask you a question she's like no (laughs) she's like the answer is no and she makes a joke about you know being downwind from him which is hilarious right you should try standing downwind from where i am it's miller time (laughs) and he says you know what i say when it's miller time and that's when he gets bumped by the what is the name of the the gang that i can't remember lords of death lords of death and the sweet white slit sunglasses if i want anything from this movie it's the glasses can you see out of those things no (laughs) so the lords of death walk around like there's no such thing as tsa yeah like there's no laws no rules very enter the dragon he's got a butterfly knife he's 
he's and just like doing whatever he wants. That, like flippy stick. Speaking of Enter the Dragon, can I jump around for just a quick moment? Hit me. Have you ever seen Fists of Fury? It's a oh se- God, it's a seventies yeah. movie. So, Wait, no, no, I've seen Balls of Fury. Yes, that's a ping pong movie <laughs> with Christopher Walken. I've yeah. seen that movie too. It's, great. it's really funny. Yeah. So that, that's a play on that's a, it's a play on Fist of Fist of Fury. <laughs> Stop laughing. You were exciting. Jesus, Max. So. In Fists of Fury, there's a scene where Bruce Lee has to infiltrate a building mm. and he dresses up as a telephone repair guy. So I'm like almost 100% sure that later in this movie, when they do that whole we're fixing the phone thing, oh, yeah. it's a tip of the hat to Fists of Fury. Oh, cool. Although I couldn't verify it online, but you know, the internet doesn't know everything. So they, they're they at the airport and uh, the Lords of Darkness, whatever they're called. Lords of Death. <laughs> What's what's the Howard the Duck? The evil overlord. <laughs> the dark overlord. The dark overlord. So the Lords of Death are there to pick up this girl to bring her to the sex trade. But because it gets botched up, they end up taking Mao Yin. Yeah. And this obviously creates a problem for Wang because this is his fiance, and now we have this whole to- the story is intertwined with itself. Yep. First fight scene breaks out. Yes. It's yeah. I mean, it was a pretty terrible fight scene. He's just with his butterfly knife and he's backing up, and then the guy gives him a little sweep the leg, Johnny, and yeah. Jack Burton hits the ground. Well, the garage too is pretty sweet afterwards. Yeah. Well, that's where you start to get the action, right? They're flying at him with that car. Yeah. That Firebird's awesome. They're flying at him. So they get in the truck and they're going to go after him and try to figure out what's going on. So immediately, again, I think that this is what keeps bringing me back to loving this movie so much. Wang, he's just a guy who owns a Cantonese restaurant. You know, he's down at the dock, probably picking up food for the restaurant. But he has a fundamental understanding of this like underground gangs and Chinatown stuff. So he knows where they're taking. You get the feeling that everyone in this community knows the deal. Right. You know what I mean? Except Jack Burton, which is, that's what's so fun about it. Yeah, exactly. Well, because otherwise they wouldn't explain things. So they're, they're driving and you get a make a right right now. And again, you're in this Mack truck, like trying to bust turns, tiny, tiny spaces. Streets. So they go, they they, they get down there and you got the, uh, the good guys, which are the Chang Sings. Yep. They're having a funeral procession to Wang. Not a big deal to Jack Burton. He's like, what is going on right now? We're in some, alley in the middle of Chinatown and there's a funeral procession with guys with guns and knives and everything. Well, they're interrupted by the wing Kong and you see Endo. This is where you first see, I call him Endo from, yeah. from lethal weapon Two. but this is where you first see him with the meat. I think cleaver. of Endor. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are animals, Jack. I love when he says that. Yeah. Right. You're like, uh Oh, I also love the thing they do with their hand where they like pinch down their one finger. It's yeah. like their little like call sign thing. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. Oh, by the way, Al Long or Al Leong. You didn't say he's in Black Rain and running scared, too. Are you right? I did not say yeah. that. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. All right. We're moving on. You waited quite a while to remind me of that. Well, I forgot. You make me sick. <laughs> so this is where we're introduced to a lot of violence. So yeah. it starts off with just taking guns out and shooting each other. Like AK-47s, right. Uzis. Right. The, but then they drop them. It's like, oh, we're done with that part. And the interesting part <laughs> about this is when Lopan shows up with his three mystical gods, right? Well, slow play it. The three gods show up first and then Lopan. Well, technically, let's actually, like, let's, go, let's talk about the fight. First. I was say, technically, that's not even true. Lopan makes a quick uh, tip of the hat earlier okay. in the scene. So he's actually there before. Let's anyone. talk about the fight first. Let's talk about the fight. Go yeah. ahead. Talk about the fight. I love that there's like arms shattered and windows breaking. They even take like the sticks out of the funeral thing. Yeah. That's carrying the casket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the color contrast. It's just there's so many guys going at there's it. There's a lot going on. It's one of my favorite fight scenes of the 80s. Really? I think so. it's a good one. It's really good. It feels like they live took from this a little bit. You know what I mean? Like the five or six minute over. Um, Oh, I, I don't know about that. A little bit. Uh, I don't know about that. I disagree okay. about that. Uh, but but it does feel, it has a, it has the feel of like a classic ninja movie. Yeah. Like or a good karate Bullet movie. With guns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so all this takes place and then all of a sudden the green smoke. sky opens up yeah. and green smoke is everywhere and you get uh, your Mortal Kombat characters appear. Mortal Kombat. Their weapons are incredible. Uh, One of us back A back scratchers. Yes. A violent <laughs> back scratcher. And then like, uh, spinny, like a drone spinny, spinny, spinny hands. Yes. Yeah, spinny wrenches. Spinny wrenches. Wrenches. And what's the third weapon? Why can't I think of it? It's like katanas. It's thunder. Yeah. He's got yeah, like yeah. normal. That's why it's not as fun. Now the good guys and the bad guys are like, are like shoulder to shoulder, and they're yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> So, and the best is Rookie's again back peeking his brains uh, out, and, and and Jack Burton, Jack Burton is you can see him like he's experiencing what the audience is experiencing. He's holding a knife in one disbelief. hand, disbelief, having no idea. But it's what disbelief. To do. He's yeah. like, what is going on? Like I just we were just at the airport. <laughs> I made like two right turns, and now there's some '80s video game going on. You get a hit it. 
you know, step on the gas. Yeah. So he's flying and the dark overlord is or <laughs> Lopan. <laughs> Lopan. So they all get out of the way. Lopan just sits there. Well, and no, take, the, the three gods jump out of the way first. No, they don't jump. They just simply they just slide yeah, out of the way. Right, right. And he just takes uh, the grill, that Mack truck right to the face of Lopan. Yeah. Who slides, who slides underneath it. And then Jack Burton gets out of the truck and he's like, what is going on? And Lopan <laughs> gives him the old eye um, mouth blinder. Yeah. Like what, temporary though. It's just temporary. It's very, uh, dra- just, just it's very Dragon Balls. It very, felt very Dragon Ball Z <laughs> to me. Water on yeah, it. it's oh, yeah. fine. It'll just wash right out. <laughs> I, I also love that Wang. Wang is like, don't look at it. Like Wang. Wang knows. Like if you grow up apparently in Chinatown, you learn things like never look low pan in the eyes when they're all white and, well, and terrifying. Think about it. He's definitely friends with Egg Shen. So Egg yeah, Shen's, Shen's got to tell him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So they run off into a corner to try to clean themselves up. And Jack puts the tank top on. Yeah. yeah. Like, so he takes he takes well, his he shirt, takes off. shirt off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he does a full costume change. It could be. Yeah. We don't. <laughs> And his crazy boots. They're like Pat Benatar at 80s That's what he's got to keep his knives in. I know. <laughs> he's got lots of knives in those <laughs> boots. So as they're hiding from, oh, then they turn the corner and they run into the Lords of Death. Yes. Is that right? Did I say it right? The Again, they run into the Lords of Death? Yeah, they're sitting in the corner. That's the last group that chases them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get chased into this, like, basement. So they escape. And they make their way back to our favorite restaurant, Dragon of the Black Pool. It's Why ra- do you think that for our name for our bar? Because yeah. we're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's technically not a bar, though. It's a restaurant. Yeah. So it wouldn't have it's counted. still freaking awesome. So they get there and you meet Wang's uncle. Yep. And in addition to that, you meet Eddie, who is a maitre d'. Like he's, he's just, scammy, he just started working. But he just started working there. I mean, that's, a, that's a heck of a first week, right? Yeah. Jack, Jack is on the phone. In a silk blue robe. <laughs> and he's trying to get his insurance. <laughs> and I like, pay him $6,000 a year. It's great. It's great. His interaction back and forth, like, what is going yeah. on? And then uh, Wang. Wang's uncle says something mystic like China is here. And Burton's like, what does that mean? China is here. <laughs> and then additionally, Gracie Law shows up. Barges in. Barges in. And then the uncle, Wang's uncle says, what the hell is Gracie Law doing here? <laughs> and I know I get in trouble for sticking my nose in places. No, it doesn't no, 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 belong. no, 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 no. You missed what uh, Burton said right before that, which what? is great. She can't get enough of me. <laughs> So the whole gang is getting together. Yeah. This is your heist movie thing. This is where you put all the characters together I'm and getting in. ready. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. For this is the last time, you son of a gun. There's a green jade heist. Gracie green Law jade. is kind of getting some of the information. You've got Wang's uncle giving some of the information. But at this point, Wang is smart not to come right out and be like, okay, we're dealing with the mystic arts. We're yep. dealing with black magic or sorry, Chinese magic. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. It's just, it's whatever. It is what it is. Yep. But Gracie explains what happened. So Eddie comes in and says that Mao Ying has been brought to the white tiger which is a brothel but without consent yep. like they're all kind of like kidnapped i think oh no they're not all kidnapped i'm thinking of the jail cell you thing. are later yeah. yeah yeah but this particular all aspects of taken there's a lot going yeah. on it's yes taken excellent point <laughs> and liam neeson's like i have a unique skill set <laughs> he was dark man in the 80s oh, oh i know yeah he was great as dark man yeah we should talk about dark man well, yeah i'll be down max we're all over the map again <laughs> sorry they so, got it so they, they hatch a plan yeah you gotta hatch a plan yeah they send jack burton in as a tourist looking for a green eyed girl that he wants to have a night with yep i also think the glasses he's wearing is another tip of the hat to fists of fury because when bruce lee goes in as the telephone repairman he's wearing those exact same glasses oh you want to hear an Something actual fact about. though of what I, I like an actual fact please <laughs> so kurt is wearing the same suit from used cars that's incredible isn't that cool that's absolutely incredible yeah, that's I love an that. underrated that's a zoomekis movie too that's, that's you know what? this is going to be a tiktok video we're going to show both clips okay cool in there. Yeah, I, yeah. you're all over that i like and that really cool too you know how he's all sweaty and nervous yeah he was actually sick during the filming of this flu terrible so was, case was, of flu they yeah, just yeah. didn't put makeup on I'm like, you're good. You're good. Get in there. Yeah. Be a weirdo. <laughs> He's in there trying to find Mao Ying. And then the I love, ro- I love dorky Kurt Russell. We yeah. don't get enough of it. And then the roof opens up and yeah, <laughs> and we get more of the, uh, the three amigos moral. Yes. Let's call them that. Yeah, that's fine. Ha ha ha. <laughs> we are the three uh, amigos. Who's your favorite? Look up here. You two, you two <laughs> lucky day. No, oh, we're not talking about the three amigos anymore. No. Oh, well, the three furies, uh, lightning. No thunder. Lightning. He's all explodey. I like lightning. He's jacked. He is jacked. He blows up and it's gross. It's like cabbage. I love that. I I can watch it every time. You love. That's like, that's like reminds me. I don't think he's going to stop. Garbage Pail Kids, the movie. Like type effects. Yeah. Yeah. Gracie meets Margot Litzenberg in the car at the same time as this is happening, by the way, who's a newspaper reporter. Right. Yeah. She ducks out real quick to get more information. She's been trying to get people to believe her forever. Her role is kind of minimal. I don't even, I didn't even mention her when I went over. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean, you like her, so it's okay. Yeah, whatever. I like the name, Margot Litzenberger. At this point, we know that Lopan has taken Mao Ying. Yep. And now we have a real situation on our hands. So Wang is going to need Jack Burton's help. 
and they're gonna the whole gang is gonna need to go and try to break Mao Ying out of Lopan's house castle business a lot of stuff yeah he's got a lot of real estate he's big into real estate he is he's an import export guy and he owns a bank you know what i realized that makes this movie unique what there's a lot of regrouping scenes after like a giant yes you know i mean like they get back together they have kind of a fun like back and forth and then they go back out like three four times yeah and then they fail and then they get back so in this one they're back where do they go to grace gracie's house right yep and uh margo's there I think this is where you get the wait a minute. I'm a reasonable guy. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. This is a, yeah, yeah. And again, this to me is Kurt Russell is best. You know, wait a minute. I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. I want that on my tombstone. Well, and what was Gracie's response was like, uh, depends on how you look at it. And he's like, the hell it does. So somebody, I don't care who tell me what is going on. And this is where you get Wang saying the truth. And he's like, I can handle it. And he gives them the whole spiel. Yeah. Like this is real, you know, magic's real. Yeah. And uh, we got to go after Lopan. Well, and Egg also talks about it's like Confucianism, Buddhism, Taoist, alchemy, and sorcery, and they're just picking what they want. There's like, a lot like being your, thrown like into your this. salad bar. Yeah. And I love, he kind of just brushes it off. I'm like, cool. This means everything's in play. Yeah. And, and this is this is exactly why at the beginning of the movie, I wasn't a huge fan of even exposing any any magic. Yep, you're right. Because you didn't need it. You could have built up to this crescendo and then been like, okay, he's in. I right? just yada it over the first part. Like I didn't care. I'm just it didn't in. ruin the movie for me. I, I didn't like even it. know. I didn't even know it existed. I've never watched. I, for whatever reason, I think whenever I watch this movie, it's always on TV, and <laughs> yeah. I always miss the first five minutes. So okay. I always miss that part. Yeah, yeah. This is also where you get one of my favorite lines when they're taking off, and he's like, "Okay, you people, sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fires burning. And if we're not back by dawn, call the president." It's really good. It's so good. I should have it's so over the top. Everyone's like, "Yeah, it's so over the top." Oh, it's so Lincoln Hawk. We have to remember that's our new thing. When, we, when something's <laughs> over the top, <laughs> we're gonna call it Lincoln Hawk. <laughs> Can we? Like play the music underneath or something? No, yeah. we're just gonna so say it's so Lincoln. Do Hawk. the Pee Wee Herman laugh. <laughs> <laughs> word of the day. <laughs> the word of the day. <laughs> Over the top is <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I hope Duck Poo's never the word of the day. All right, so they they hatch their plan. It's got to go off with precision, yep. total precision. So they make their move. They break in, pretending to be phone people. Phone people, just like fist, fist, yeah. just like balls of fury. <laughs> Uh, so they get in the elevator and they make the fatal flaw, right? This is more of a flaw than, you know, when someone asks if you're a God, you always say yes instead yeah. of no. Uh, they go down and yep. you don't want to go down. So the elevator starts filling up with water. They swim through the upside down tortured hell. There's some upside down. the hell of the upside down sinners. Hell of the upside. That's a terrifying. That's very Hellraiser. I like that. Fr- I was not expecting this the first time I saw this in the movie to be like, oh my God, there's yeah. like rotting corpses yeah, moving it's, it's around. A lot. There's a lot. Yeah. So they're captured and they get tortured with a Nerf ball. <laughs> That's really strange. <laughs> well, I like right? it. It's cool. Telekinetic. Well, Wang is in a wheelchair getting beaten up and well, then yeah, Jack. The, the 18th century I, wheelchair. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, this Nerf ball is being thrown in Jack Burton stomach and they're wheeled off and while this is all going on um you have the break-in of eddie and gracie law yeah. and they they now are coming in as well with margo's with them too it's yeah. the three of them and you forgot something very jarring the, the, three, the three storms are wearing suits oh yeah which is like what's going on yeah, yeah. yeah. what's the deal <laughs> jerry why are those three storms wearing suits <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so they're wheeled into a room and uh jack does the old rock back and forth in the wheelchair yep. you know Riggs dislocate his shoulder move yeah not as cool not as cool the knife in the boot though right there's a he snake does, in my boot he, he does get out and they try to assess what's going on and they get back into their wheelchair put their mask back on which they almost forgot yeah and they bring eddie into the room and they jump your guy the lord of thunder <laughs> Yeah, they do. Thunderstruck. I'm going to call him Thunderstruck. As they jump him. He gets so big. It's so absurd. So Burton's got this knife. I love that Jack Burton's got his knife. He's got his knife to his neck. He starts inflating. (laughs) The other two escape. He gets knocked into a wheelchair and thrown down a hallway. Yep. Knocks the guards unconscious. Yeah. (laughs) Almost falls into like the the pit. What were the Princess Bride? The Cliffs of Insanity. It's like like that much of a drop. Yeah. Little Jessica fell into that well. Is it little Jessica? That's great. I totally remember being a kid and yeah. seeing that on TV. That's great. Um, well, I just watched that Rob Lowe 80s show, and that was one of the top 10 water cooler movements. Oh, really? It's really good, by the way. I was like, how did you pull little on Jessica National that quickly? Geographic. All right, there you yeah. go. Off 
to see that. They escape or they start their escape. So they discover this underground prison that's holding, I assume, a bunch of like sex trade women that have been like kidnapped. Assumption correct. Yeah, there you go. And it's also being like managed by women, which Good I thought- for them, equal opportunity. I, right? Well, I also thought it was kind of interesting because you don't see often in these action films, like they have like formidable bad guys that happen to be women. Yeah, they so kicked the some butt. They kicked some butt. They absolutely did. They rescue all of these women. As they're making their exit, they have to swim through the tunnel that they came in before. And this is where you get your first uh, Jack Gracie kiss, which was hilarious to me as well. They don't kiss there. Yeah, they do. They and do. It's in the tunnel with the water. She pops. He pop, They escape. He takes his knife out of his mouth, kisses her, and she's like, what was that? And no, gets like mad like, at him. He, no, she's like, uh, I'm a thousand percent sure they kiss. So they kiss. She's upset. The flirtation continues. Yep. They make their way out. Egg Shen's got the bus ready to get them all out of there. They've all escaped except Mao Ying is still in there. And Gracie gets attacked by a giant Chewbacca looking monster. That thing freaks me out. It's a little terrifying. It's like half Harry and the Henderson. It's Harry and the Henderson's from hell. It's Harry and the Henderson meets Toxic Avenger. That's pretty good. Yeah. The mouth, though, there's something like. Yeah. And those eyes, yeah. the wild eyes. Those eyes. The red eyes. These eyes. <laughs> that These, that's my favorite part of. Uh, this movie? No. That's my favorite part of uh, Superbad. Hands down my favorite oh, part of Superbad. Yeah. I'm like, you're so-and-so's little brother, right? Sing that song. You can sing right. And he's like, these eyes. <laughs> Oh, what is going on in my head? They escape. Yep. They regroup. But this time, they're now missing two green-eyed girls. Yep. Because you're my <laughs> green-eyed girl. So Lopan just like, cool. She's a white girl with green eyes. Let's no, Lopan's like, Lopan said, he's like, one to sacrifice, one to marry. But you know, it's funny, like Jack talks to him. He's like, it's been 2,000 years, You couldn't bro. find one girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, couldn't you just do millions of them? Uh, I don't yeah. know. You know, I can't get too much into the details, <laughs> <Okay>. Max. <laughs> it's all in the reflexes. It's all in the reflexes. So they go back to the Dragon restaurant, and now we get introduced to more of the Ching Sings. They come and support. They're basically ready to help with yep. Egg Shen and Jack and Wang. They're putting the team together. They're, yeah. get, they're getting the band back together. And they do a Dirty Harry reference when he wants a gun. It's very cool. I love that. And they cut back and forth between this and Lopan's palace, where basically Gracie finds Miao Ying. and Who's being she, like hypnotized, kind of. Well, then she gets hypnotized as well. Yeah. So then they head over to Egg Shen's place. Yeah, they do. <laughs> which is fantastic. He's got a fire pole. Want to party with him. He's got a fire pole that leads to the black blood of Earth, the weird moat that's running under Chinatown. Yeah. That like not one hazmat person has ever noticed. You don't have or, that in your nope, house? I don't. Yeah. I wish I wish I had a fire pole that went to some secret cavern. It'd be amazing. Uh, that's like in the Goonies. Like I understand. I love the Goonies. You know, I would not criticize it, but that well, the wishing well yeah. is also like tied to an intricate underground cavern that takes you to treasure. I'm like, yeah, just go know, with it. Nobody noticed that. So yeah. there you go. Then we get weird hypnotic Kung Fu. We do. And then it part of the wedding ceremony, which yeah. I, which I, I, again, I thought this stuff was kind of cool. Like, yeah, it, it, it doesn't come across as being out of place. It fits well with the movie. Yeah. The burning blade. Yeah. It's so really you, cool. You have all three of your amigos are doing yeah really cool a folly 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 you too you too look up here look up here by the way i'm going out right now and saying the next full movie we do should be the three amigos Ooh. that movie is straight freaking fire yeah i'm down with that oh i love that movie i'm just thinking that's chevy heavy it is chevy heavy oh that's fun to say a chevy, chevy heavy chevy heavy <laughs> Where are I'm we? I'm just thinking of that movie. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. This is the exact time in all of our episodes You're where I'm getting wonky. I'm not. All right, Max. Burning Blade. They're getting ready for the wedding ceremony. He's going to marry them both. They go underground. Egg Shen grabs a bottle of some uh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, God knows what's in it's it. has got some fire. It's some got a lot in there. So there's a great scene. You're talking to Freaky Snake Lizard? Yes. Nice. The best part about this, they're in this cavern and some weird monster sticks his head it's out. Huge. And it's one of them. Egg Shen throws something at marbles. it. Marbles. It's and marbles. Says, yeah. And says, you will come out no more. <laughs> and Jack's like, what, what the hell? He goes, what? <laughs> What'll come out no more? And Egg Shen's like, come on. <laughs> and Bird's like, damn it. I just, I love that like, yeah. the shock to him is incredible. We gotta keep moving. Egg Shed doesn't care. Marbles, you will come out no more. It's so great. It's so great. It's, and and uh, this Can is what I love about the character. Oh my God. And then he throws marbles. Come here no more. You shall not. Walk middle road. Get, squish. Get Jim Henson on the line. I know. I really do love the practical effects. It's really I, good. I, I, I'm I a huge fan. I wonder if there's a Hensonite 
in this movie. I'm sure somebody from that from that tree of success is yeah. there. So they make their way into the building to the ceremony. They saddle up at the bar. Yeah. The ceremony room makes me think the same thing I think about Batman's cave. Who designed this place? Because they have neon all over like the traditional. It's got a lot of Conan the Barbarian feel to it. Oh, yeah, it does. It, it, like it's full of an 80s funk. Yes. Oh, yeah. the neon. Yeah. Take the neon oh, out. Yeah. But it's awesome neon. Actually, you know what it also has got a feel of is uh, Masters of the Universe. Yes, it does. <laughs> Grey Skull. Yeah. Very really Grey Skull to me. <laughs> or uh, the nightclub in uh, Fright Night. Or the nightclub in Scarface. There's lots of nightclubs. <laughs> the Scarface one for <laughs> sure. Okay. Oh, that's good. So All right. They're getting prepped. They're getting prepped. They uh, they drink. Do you have, I mean, I'm sure you have. Do you have the quotes and the toast and he everything? Like fires and mysticism. It's like, what's in there? And then and then all of a sudden, Wang's like. May the wings the, of, may the wings of liberty never shed a to the run To the colors that never run. Yeah. To the, like, it's just a Very lot, of, American a lot of nonsense. Yeah. A lot of nonsense <laughs> going on. And then obviously our quote that we did at the beginning of the show, the when elevator. they're in the elevator and they're all throwing their gang signs to each other and yeah. they're fired up because they're getting ready to go fight. Feel pretty good. I want to take some of that stuff. I shock that you <laughs> you're like experiment on me <laughs> Jesus, man. so they go in the hallway at this point is this when the eyeball pops up slimer you mean oh my god things gross yeah yeah the eyeball thing pops up i don't know if we're out of sequence on this because i can't remember what happens i just i do remember jack burton saying oh my god no what is that don't tell me <laughs> he's had enough he doesn't want any more mysticism yeah and so then Lopan talking through the eyeball to him obviously. kind of like yeah yeah obviously that's what you would do <laughs> pisses him off so he takes his gun out and shoots it to which everybody looks at him like dude what are you doing and he's like it's cool it's cool don't worry i'm just gonna shoot the eyeball it's like how do you know if you don't shoot so they show up to save the day and and I really love that whatever they took, the drink, yep. gave them just a little bit of magic power. Yeah. Their their fight moves, they're like flying in the air when they're kicking a little Wang bit longer. like crazy. It's a lot of, uh, what like was it, crouching, crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. Yes, there is. And um, as this fight's going back and forth, the low pan egg shen video game fight. Yeah. Might be one of my favorite parts <laughs> where, of the whole movie. Where Lopez using his thumbs, like yeah. beep, 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 yeah. and they have these little like avatars that are coming out of their hands with Purple lasers, and, and they're fighting each other. It looked like ancient samurais, samurais fighting yeah. each other. Yeah, I, I just think that's like a really nice touch. It's very cool. Yeah, it was very fun to watch. Everybody kind of pairs off. Yeah, with who their like nemesis would be, right? Well, you forgot Jack knocks himself out with the gun. With the gun, <laughs> yep, he shoots it, and the, and the rocks fall down. But his kill. Like he gets to kill Lopan, so let's yeah. go to that because that's I think the best kill of the whole movie. First of all, Thunder shatters a gun in his hand, which yes. is cool. It's very cool. You love Thunder. I Anything do. you do to talk about Thunder. Jack finds Gracie and Lopan is there, and Jack takes out his trusty knife. Yes, he which does. that thing. I mean, no one since John Rambo has loved a knife <laughs> as much as Jack Burton. Crocodile Dundee. Oh God, great call. Shame <laughs> on me. Shame on me. Or uh, the Night Slasher. Pigs. No, probably more. He loved his he, knife. Nah, Crocodile Dundee really loved his knife. I mean, the Night Slasher was killing a lot. <laughs> of people with that thing. Yeah, whatever. Can we he stop talking? It up. You're making me really uncomfortable. Your eyes are getting really big. Can we stop talking about the Night Slasher? Okay. He throws the knife and misses him. Really bad. It doesn't even get close to him. It hits <laughs> like, like a, it hits a gong. It yeah. hits like a big gong next to him. That was a tip of the hat to uh, Goldie Hawn who's on that uh, show, The Gong Show or whatever. No way, really? No, I'm totally kidding. Okay. So it's like, I was like, I don't know that. Fact. I know, I know. And then Lopan picks up the knife and was like, does he say goodbye, Mr. Burton? Yeah. Yeah. Throws the knife and then you got those reflexes. Yeah. It's all in the reflexes. The call back from the bottle. Grabs it in midair. Yep. Throws it in between the eyes or in the forehead. Kills Lopan. Yeah. Which of course, as everyone knows, any classic mystic movie that's made in the 80s. The place needs to destroy If you kill the main bad guy, yeah. this is all video games too, the building starts to crumble yes, and fall. Does. While this is happening, your boy, your boy, Thunder, sees what's going on, <laughs> loses his mind, and explodes. explodes and sends like... Ah! Entrails and cabbage everywhere. His feet look like they like, swell out like of his shoes. Oh my god! Yeah, it's fantastic. And the last shot of his face at the very bigness where his eyes are bulging out. Right, I right. love that. And the steam coming. Yep. And then uh, lightning dude is there, and he he, he he goes from sharpshooter with his lightning to just not being able to hit anybody. Yeah. And then he gets a stone thrown stone on thrown him. on him. That's yeah. what, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So rain has already died. That's right. That's right. Thank you. So uh, they all make their escape. They make it out. What am I missing? Anything from the escape? No. They all head over to the Dragon of the Blackpool Cantonese restaurant. And <laughs> you have, this is the, to your point, they have, they regroup, the regroup, they regroup. Yeah. And this is their last regroup. Yep. Margo and Eddie, they're starting to, their relationship is starting to spark. And they're going to name this movie. Yeah. Mao Ying and Wang are back together and they're adorable and everything's fine. And then you have this amazing Han Solo, so cool. Princess yeah. Leia moment where, you know, she's like, you're not even going to kiss her. And he's like, no, no, 
they go back the and girls forth. Are gross. I know. They go back and forth like, you know, oh, I'm a rich man now because Wayne gives them three grand. Three, I guess back. Well, if you're a truck driver, who knows? I don't know what they make. <laughs> but I guys truck back too, so that's good. So three, she's a lawyer. I know. <laughs> Gracie Law. Her name's yeah. Law. She goes pro bono though, probably. Probably. So they, they wrap everything up at the end and it's a love that's just not meant to be, nope. you know? But he just said, think about it. Yeah. They would teed up really nice Single, to have a sequel. Yeah. Well, they're in production to do a reboot on this bad boy. I hope And they not. have some of the original writers are on board. No. Yeah, I know. I don't want it. I know. It could suck. You so, see uh, Christmas Story is going to have a sequel, too? Oh, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, the end of the movie is they escape, they kill Lopan, they kill the three characters from Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and, and they all rejoice. And one little thing, though, as Jack is leaving on his truck. The monster The dude. monster's on his truck. Can we call him Steven? No. Okay. What do we call him? Grimlock. Grimlock? Grimlock the monster's on his truck. <laughs> Steve, Steven Grimlock. No, no, Steven. It's, it's not like Steve. David Lopan. Grim- I can't think of any other mystical name where like the first name is like John. John, John David Lopan. Huh? John Wick. Is he a mystical? In my mind. That's, you missed the entire part. <laughs> Max. Max, I have nothing else on this movie. I think we just recapped the entire movie. Is there anything you want to add that I forgot? Favorite scene. Can you do yours first? The elevator scene. I just love it. The ele- Which elevator scene? There are multiple elevators. Feel pretty good. Scenes. That's a really good yeah, one. Yeah. <sighs> I think it's when they make the hard right turn and they go into the alley oh, on the, the Pork Chop Express. Okay, the fight? Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. Because like at that I point- I the intro fight. No, I, yeah. no. I, I, yeah, I think it's when their funeral procession is taking place because he's just so out of his element and yeah. he's just sitting there holding his knife <laughs> in the front seat. <laughs> I, I love that whole scene. That's great. Uh, but you know who I would be really curious to hear from is our Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. Today's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is Luke Odell. Luke is ground zero for all things Big Trouble in Little China. We got a serious expert. When he listens to our episode and gives us his honest opinion, to me, that's like being blessed by the Pope. He's going to be annoyed you said Wang Ching a few times. I know. I, I, screw, I screw up names a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. It's true. So we've known Luke forever via this incredible 80s community. You can check him out at bigger trouble in little china is his instagram page it's such a cool page and if you want more big trouble in little china check out his podcast which is called it's all in the reflexes best podcast name ever of course outside of buzzing the tower but it is a great (laughs) podcast name i'm really excited we asked luke what his favorite scene was from the movie and his general thoughts let's hear what luke had to say thank you maximo for inviting me on to talk about my favorite movie of all time john carpenter's big trouble in little china i think it's perfect and has everything you want in a movie Action, adventure, fantasy, romance, kung fu, monsters, comedy, a great script, great actors, music, all brought together by the legend that is John Carpenter. It is a timeless movie that I can watch again and again. My favourite scene is the showdown between Jack Burton and Lopan, in the room with all the Golden Buddhas. It always makes me laugh when Jack walks in and he has red lipstick on his mouth from kissing Gracie Law, which wasn't in the script, it just happened on the day of filming and they thought it was funny and they kept it in. I love the part when Jack catches the knife, throws it back, hitting Lopan in the head. He falls backwards to the floor, and then all the golden Buddhas start to fall down, one by one like dominoes. Jack just watches them fall, and then turns to Gracie and says, It's all in the reflexes. It takes a moment of pride that he's killed the bad guy, but then remembers that Wang is in trouble. That's my favourite scene from this fabulous movie. Thank you guys, keep up the good work, and remember... It's all in the reflexes. That is a great scene. It's like the culmination of everything Jack Burton. The kiss thing, I didn't know. That that was just how Kim Cattrall kissed him. Yeah. And the lipstick stayed. I, it did. Because it looked comical. <laughs> it was great. It's total Jack little Burton. Little detail. Little detail. <laughs> little detail. <laughs> it's a little small things, Max. Yeah. Like pronouncing words. It's the small <laughs> things in life. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't ever feel drained from any episodes except when we do full movie episodes. It's hard because you, you don't want to miss anything. I feel like I did, but yeah. I did my best. Yeah, you I do. Good. I really love this movie a ton. So it was a labor of love, if you will. Yeah, checks in the mail. Boom. Max, I have nothing other than Patreon, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Go to Spotify. If you don't listen to us on Spotify and if you listen to us just on normally on Apple Podcasts, download Spotify for free and go on there and give us five stars. We're trying to build our uh, strength up on the old Spotify platform. Yeah. 
And Max, do you have anything to add? Uh, call the president. Perfect. Is that how you're going to close out? Call I, the president. I've got my clothes out ready to go. What is it? Well, are you done? Um, yeah. Okay. Just remember what old Jack Burton does when the earth quakes and the poison arrows fall from the sky and the pillars of heaven shake. Yeah, Jack Burton just looks at that big old storm right square in the eye and he says, give me your best shot, pal. I can take it. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.